The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. This is the premier podcast for late model dirt track racing. This is Forward Bike. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass, here's your host, Kyle Armstrong. Welcome back to another edition of the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong, and uh, we're really happy to be joined in studio here today by the uh, by the team that won the Dirt Track World Championship this weekend at Portsmouth Raceway Park, Portsmouth, Ohio. Uh, none other than Garrett Smith and his crew chief, Cody Mallory, and uh, we really do appreciate them coming in. That was uh, a huge win for you guys, man. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, it feels really good to, you know, go there and get the win. Um I feel like we've had that coming and uh, have lost it a few times, but uh, it does feel good to actually get the win. Yeah, you're only 19 years old and the youngest winner ever in the history of that race. Do you, uh, I mean, you're, there's a t-shirt they do every year. Your picture will forever be on the back of that t-shirt. You're a former champion of that race and you get the ring and uh, has all that sank in yet? Yeah, not really. It, it just, it doesn't even seem real. Um, it It's just honestly a dream come true um if you look back and look at the guys that's won that race it's just insane and to, for me to be on the back of that t-shirt forever just means a lot to me and the fact that you're only 19 years old you've got you've got an opportunity to go and if, as long as you stay in the sport win that thing a lot more times yeah for sure um it feels good to at least have that one in the record books but um i'd like to win you know i'd like to win it in the future no doubt, and a lot of other races too, I'm sure. Um, so, talk a little bit about. Tell me a little bit about your week leading into that. They said that you, well, actually, you said it that you talked to Scott Bloomquist a whole lot about uh, some tips and tricks for that. What were some of those conversations like? Yeah, uh, he he just really helped me <clears throat> helped me out and um, explained to me what he thought would happen, and it's, it's literally exactly what how the race went, um, just on how to maneuver in and out between lap traffic and. Uh, once I get up behind them, um, don't get out of the groove and stuff, and just stay straight and uh, save that right rear tire for the end. Well, they interviewed Scott in the middle of that race on TV. I don't know if you've went back and watched it yet, but he was so proud of you, the way he uh, he said he's he said he's doing everything I told him to do right now, and he just had a smile on his face, and it was like classic Scott. Yeah, I I just he's a really smart guy and and if anyone tells me to do anything in the car, I I try to do exactly what they say and um so and most of the people that tell me what to do have a really good idea and have done this for a long time like Cody. So um just listening to the guys that have been on the road that long just really helps me out a lot. Yeah, you've definitely surrounded yourself with a lot of smart people and the one sitting right there beside you, say hello to the audience tonight, Cody Mallory. Hey there, thanks for having us on. Yeah, man, appreciate y'all coming in. And uh, you've uh, you've worked with Scott Bloomquist and uh, Jimmy Owens and Chris Ferguson and maybe more. And you've you've raced a little bit yourself. And uh, I guess I guess all of that experience just came to a head this weekend, and you guys got it done. Yeah, it was pretty special. I mean, uh, I don't even know where to begin on what me and Garrett's done to to accomplish this. Um, I mean, people definitely don't see the situation as what it really is. Garrett it works extremely hard um, to get where we're at, and I feel like it's well-deserved. He did a great job. I'm very, very proud of him. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah I know you guys work hard because uh, 
we at SRI get a few phone calls a week from y'all ordering more stuff. That this that just tells you that you're busy. Oh, absolutely. They uh, that's one one big factor. Uh, Scott uh, Garrett's dad. He absolutely makes sure we got what it takes to get it done and nothing less. Um, he uh, he expects excellence, and that's what we do our damnedest to give him. Garrett, when did you uh, get your start in racing? Um, when I was 12 years old, um, I was, I was playing a lot of baseball at the time and just kind of got bored of it. And, um, I started off in go-karts. Um, my dad had raced for a while and I really didn't know what I was wanting to do. And he kind of mentioned it to me and my, I have a twin brother and, um, we actually both started off racing go-karts and, uh, he actually ended up quitting about six or eight months in somewhere around there. And, uh, I just stick to it for the last couple of years of my life, and that we're here, we're here now. Yeah, you've put a lot into this. The first time I saw you race was at uh, Livonia, Georgia, Livonia Speedway, for that extreme race, and you set fast time, won your heat race or whatever, and started on the pole and led about half of it, and impressed the heck out of me. I remember, you may not even remember this, but I came up and got a little sound bite with you after that race that day, and. Uh, just impressed the heck out of me and i've been paying attention that's the first time i ever heard of you or seen you or anything and i mean i keep up with this stuff pretty good and I, you uh you you caught my eye that day and my attention and i've been keeping up with you ever since so for you to win that dirt track world championship this weekend to me it wasn't a surprise but i'm sure to the entire industry and everybody else they've uh their eyes are open to, to you now what's the what do you think about that yeah um those are way 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 different races you're talking about right there like that was just a little 5,000 win and I mean I'm here a year later and I just won 100 grand so it, it it just doesn't even seem real so 100 grand is that uh that's that's more money than I've ever seen did they lay it out on the table and count it for you or is it like a check or what uh check <laughs> I got you that's pretty cool though man carl short has put that race on for a long time and he uh he had a smile on his face for sure to see somebody like you win that thing the other night yeah it's it's a really big difference like um i got my first super win this year and uh it was it was like four thousand and fifty three and to go from that to 100 grand is just insane yeah and then yeah that you're talking about at tri-county there at brasstown at Ray's track race series and you won that race and uh and then you won that race at Fairbury, too, in that qualifying night. I was actually at Falls that night and saw you guys win that race. That was pretty neat. And uh, that's a big jump from a $5,000 win to a, to a now $100,000 win. I mean, you've set the bar high for yourself going forward, and uh, anything else is probably not going to seem as, uh, as good as that, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to top that. But <laughs> um, nowadays there's plenty of chances to actually top it, but just uh, – money-wise at least, but um, that's one of the most prestigious races out there. Yeah, you're coming into this sport at a time where uh, we're, they're paying out. I mean, you're lucky to be in this right now at your age, and you're obviously at the top of your game. I mean, uh, there's a lot there's a lot of future in this sport with uh, with the big payouts and whatnot. And I mean, you've, you're coming into this deal at a good time. I guess that's got to make you feel pretty good about where you're at. Yeah, um, I mean, this weekend was – really like i said really unbelievable but um my first win meant a lot to me at tri-county just because um my grandpa actually got to witness it and uh it was one of the 
he he was sick there for a couple of years and um he was actually able to make that race and uh Ray hooked him up and um let him pretty much pull his truck up to the outside fence and let him watch it while he's um so it was really cool for him to watch me win that race and uh, that meant a lot for me yeah absolutely that's uh so you're from down in that northern part of Georgia tell us a little bit about some of those uh some some of where you grew up because I've I'm no stranger to that area either. I've got family down there around Hiawassee, Georgia, and uh, I know that's where some of your family and stuff's from too. Yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Loganville, Georgia, um, and uh, we moved up to uh, Lake Oconee and our shops in Madison. So um, my grandpa had moved up to Hiawassee um, about five, four or five years ago. So um, now I'm spending most of my time up at Cody's shop. So where's that at? Uh, Bean Station, Tennessee. Gotcha. Well, ten four. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool to hear. What uh, Cody? What do you uh, what do you make of all this? I mean, you've put like we've just said, you've put a lot of work into this deal over the last couple of years, and uh, <laughs> and coming from everything that you've done, is this uh, one of the best opportunities that you think you've had over like your career? Oh, I mean, it's it's just so different. I mean, to go from working with a guy like Scott to it's the complete opposite end of the spectrum, um, in a good way. It's gave me a new, fresh look out on things and uh, new goals. And you know, I mean, no disrespect to anybody or any anything we've done in the past, but I mean, really, once you've won those races, you know, what else is there to do other than to take someone like Garrett and you know get him to that level? And um, he's He's a very talented individual, so it could be harder, but um, it's been a challenge, and, I, and I've enjoyed it, and they've been really great to me. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's – me and Garrett's had our days and our differences, but you know what? Like, we both know how bad the other wants it, and it makes it work, um, and it makes it rewarding. I mean, what, I mean, I don't know that I've ever got – uh, teared up in victory lane until Saturday night. I mean, I just, it's, it even was a reflection to myself on how much it means to me to see him grow and, and see him accomplish these things like this. Yeah. It's like you're, you've taken all your expertise and I guess you're sort of like, uh, I guess for a lack of a better term, you're sort of like a father figure in a way, like you, you're taking him and, uh, and going out and going to these races and, and now winning them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just the beginning. We just begun to fight. I mean, this kid's got a lot ahead of him. It's uh, I don't know. It's 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 kind of surreal that it came this quick. Um, I mean, World Finals last year was like uh, yeah, I was gonna say that was like a probably what second race, maybe or third race. Third race, yeah. That, that I went with him, and so it was, that was kind of like really the first time, first chance he really got to to show me his talent. I had never watched him make a lap when I. Just told him I would come see how we could what we could do together, and then after that it was just like you know this kid is game on. Yeah, me and Scott's even had a few conversations in the last month, and just to hear his outlook on it and and what he sees in Garrett is uh, it's it's pretty says a lot. I mean he's got a very very bright future. Yeah, that you kind of mentioned that race at Charlotte last year. That's uh, that's another time where I took notice. You. Uh, you led, I think, about the first 22 laps of that race, something like that, over Davenport, and he couldn't even touch you until y'all got the lap traffic, and uh, and he got around you, and you finished second. And I was like, wow, he's uh, 
if if you could have won that race that night right there, I mean, there's no telling what you could have put together in between that and then this weekend here. So uh, you you're you've been right on the verge for a long time, and and the and the whole industry's taking notice now. Yeah, uh, now what I know now, I would like to go back and be put in that same situation. Um, now that I have more experience to, you know, maybe I have more experience of how to block his line or block his momentum or, or do something different. So I'm really excited for Charlotte coming up and um, hopefully we can pull off a couple wins there. Yeah, you'll have a good shot for sure. I think I think uh, Scott said something about he told you to not get off the bottom, don't let nobody get any of that inside and don't pass a lap car. And the way that race played out the other night, that was like the perfect advice because that's the that's kind of how you race those races on the track like that. That's basically one groove you uh, and you really never really had to contend with much lap traffic, really. But they all got out of your way. So uh, it all worked out. Yeah. Um, like I said in my, uh, my interview the other day, um, just once I got up behind those lap guys, um, I wasn't trying to get too close to them because i knew if one of them messed up it was going to mess me up and i was going to get bumped out of the groove and potentially lose the race so um i was just trying to stay calm and stay straight yeah you you uh you pulled away i mean it was crazy too you pull everybody was having tire problems and there at the end is uh did you think you uh you might have a tire going away or what did that tire look like after the race was over Oh, well, at the end, I, like I said, I was getting a little nervous with all the restarts and stuff, but it definitely helps a lot to um, start up front and not have to try and pass cars because um, that's where you use most of your tires up is trying to get by the guy in front of you and um, slide a little bit. So I wasn't ever having to really overdrive or underdrive the corners. I was just uh, really just cruising along the whole race. Yeah, you pulled away by like a little over a second there in the last four laps over – uh, the Lucas Oil champion Tim McCready there, and he he sang your praises in Victory Lane, and so did Marler, and I'm sure a lot of the other competitors. How does that make you feel to hear hear those kind of veterans say good things about you? Oh, it's just good to to hear that, um, especially from them. It's good to know that they respect me because um, I know there's some guys that don't. Um, you, you can tell by the way they just race me. So um, I know McCready and people like McCready and Davenport. And um, guys like that that just say nice stuff and uh, respect me, it feels really good. So you kind of mentioned, you kind of got into something here I was wanting to kind of touch on later. You you and Chris Ferguson seem like you guys get along great off the track, but on the track you've had a couple of run-ins, and it kind of came to a head a little bit there at the, at the World 100. What went down there? I guess it's probably for both of you to answer. Yeah, um, we were leading that heat race, and uh, he just bonsaied the bottom in three and four, and just used me up for the for the win. So um, if that's what he wanted to do, that's fine. But um, the next night, it was definitely not okay. I mean, he hit me going in the one, crinkled up my door after I had to put a new one on from the other night, and then I ran the top and got a run on him. And um, coming off a of four, he bumps me into the outside wall so at that point I just got tired of him um not showing any respect for me and uh I we got we both made the race and um I wasn't gonna waste no time on him like he didn't me so um it was like the same incident what happened uh what he did to me we were going in the three and he just sent her off in there and uh that was the outcome so uh what went down there in the pits afterwards because uh I was there, but I didn't really. I wasn't down in the pits, and 
I know Cody was over there and what kind of what was your perspective from that Cody well I mean I I what Chris attempted to do or uh, I assume that he was gonna say he attempted to do was to, to slide him more or less and um, to me if you do do it right you don't hit him and I mean he completely wiped our left run off and um, I don't know I got a, lo a long long relationship with that whole family and I felt like that was out of line and especially for who it was and I tried to display that displeasure and some other people got involved that really didn't have no business but it is what it is like at the end of the day I don't uh I don't regret anything I did or said I mean I I really felt like it was wrong I didn't see the second incident so I really don't have an opinion on that but I believe in Garrett and I don't believe that he's telling me any different than what happened so you know I gotta yeah I gotta go with him you know on that and so when the deal happened on Saturday night I mean it was I've seen it coming um myself I mean I hate it I and mean, I that's the last thing we want to do but at the end of the day I think it's something everybody kind of knows Garrett's got to stand up for himself and or had to take that stand not only with Chris but I feel like if you don't stand up you're not going to get no respect and guys are going to use you up and I think there's been a couple scenarios where he's definitely had enough and stood up for himself now and you know right or wrong I mean that's that's pretty much the way I see it we'll take a quick break here on the forward bike podcast presented by my race pass on the speed sport podcast network we'll be right back with more with Garrett Smith and Cody Mallory well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Okay, we're back with Cody Mallory and Garrett Smith here on the Forward Bike Podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, the incident and stuff that kind of happened there at Eldora, and I'm sure it's water under the bridge at this point. At least I hope so. And uh, you never, you never, you never, you guys never even got close to each other on the track this weekend. So, uh, so hopefully it's behind you, um, Cody. I know you worked for or you helped uh, Ferguson and Brian Connard and all them there for. A little while, I guess. How, uh, I mean, it's, it's for a long, long time. We, yeah. I mean, they've been like family to me. Um, I mean, I I really think the world of all of them, but uh, me and Brian and Brandon really were really close. We talked daily, almost on a daily basis, and um, it's a shame that something like this happened. But like I said, I mean, I I believe in Garrett, as I hope he believes in me. And I when he when he came back to the trailer that mad on Friday night and told me what happened, I, I have no choice but to believe him. So. 10-4. Well, we'll uh, change the subject here, I guess, a little bit. What, I want to ask you, Cody, how did you get the nickname Coon Dog? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I've been asked that a few times, and, and honestly... Well, you can put it to rest right here on the I, I'm going to give Brian Liverman the credit for that. It might not have came from there, but that's, that's where I remember it from. Uh, it got started... Uh, Probably around 2015, you know, Brian was on that sixth car, and I was with Scott, and we were kind of 
we ended up racing it out for the championship, um, JD prevailing, and, and uh, we kind of, I don't know, I mean, as much as everybody wanted to play us against each other, me and Brian always got along great, and, you know, whatever was going on throughout the year, we kind of laughed about it, and um, I don't know, so somewhere from Brian Liverman or around him, I'm pretty confident that's where it come from. You know what I call Brian Liverman? Sometimes when I see him, I call him Livermush. Yeah. I don't know if he likes that or not, but uh, especially whenever we've uh, maybe later on in the night, whenever we've probably drank a couple of beers or something. But yeah, uh, yeah, he uh, he's a good he's a good character though. I I like Brian. I've, there are very few people you can say you've never had any disagreement with in, in racing, and, and Brian's been one of them guys that from the first day I met him to to today, we we got the same relationship, and he's a, I consider him a good friend. Speaking of drinking beer, you. Uh, your driver Garrett here. You're only 19 years old. So how did you celebrate after that? Did you drink a couple of yoo-hoos or like how'd that go? Uh, not really. We just <laughs> kind of hung out and uh, just talked about how how we got it done and how much it meant to me. Um, which not not a lot of people understand <clears throat> our situation. Like Cody said earlier, um, most of the time it's just me and him and he actually had let me take that uh, week off for my birthday so um and then showing up Portsmouth but um it meant a lot to all of us it meant a lot to all, all of you so like after the race I mean did you wait a while to load up the car a lot of fans maybe come down and congratulate you and stuff like that or how'd that go yeah it was good um you know seeing all those guys and um girls supporting me um we we just kind of hung out there for a minute and just was I was um, talking to everybody and signing stuff. So um, we loaded up about a couple hours after the win. Living in the living in the moment, enjoying the moment, and uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's pretty cool. That's a big that's a big deal, man. It's a, to win that race. I mean, my all my hero. If you look at that, like we talked about earlier, that T-shirt. If you look at that T-shirt, all my heroes are on the back of that thing and have won that race and. Uh, I mean, you're you could be a future hero. You might already be a hero to to a lot of people already. So uh, that's pretty cool to go win the. I mean, the dirt track world championship. That's almost as big as it gets. I can't I can't harp on it enough. It's just pretty cool. And congratulations and all that too. So I, like I told you before the show, I I'd just like to know how many nineteen year olds have won a hundred thousand dollars doing anything. <laughs> I don't know legal. Yeah, I don't. I, I, can you? I mean, I've thought about that. I can't think of. Uh, I can't think of any uh, any you know that's that's a big win, man, by far, for sure. The coolest part about it is Garrett's the type of person that it it really even do, the dollar amount doesn't doesn't do it. It's just the the fact of knowing that he accomplished something of that magnitude. Yeah, and I'm sure you got a special place for the check on the wall and the uh, and the trophy and the, everything that comes along with it. I'm sure you're excited to get back down to the shop and hang that up. Yeah, we actually got it back down the. Cody shop right now. Um, I think we're gonna order a couple extra orders for them. So, um, but yeah, uh, that trophy is really cool. I've, it's definitely one of the coolest ones I've ever seen. Um, so, it's really a, it's a really big accomplishment. That trophy. Now, where are you gonna put it? Now, that thing is like a like a globe spinning. Anybody that didn't see it, it's like you plug it in and the globe on it rotates on the top and it lights up. Is that? You got any kind of special place, maybe your bedroom or something? We're absolutely, absolutely going to make a special way of <laughs> hanging it or putting it where it's going to end up living at 
both places. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that thing's going to be like a nightlight or something. The old globe showing you the way there. So that's cool, man. I mean, you got so you guys are in town right now going to do a little bit of testing at Charlotte tomorrow. Uh, is it tomorrow or Wednesday? It don't matter. Whenever they listen to this, it don't. It don't matter, but you'll go there and do a little testing and get better for the uh, for the world finals coming up. Is that your next race? Uh, no, we're gonna we'll be at Bedford this weekend for uh, I think it's twenty two thousand to win. So we'll be there, and um, depending on how that goes, um, we'll probably be at Phoenix City and then um, Charlotte. Gotcha. So you you guys are keeping a pretty busy schedule all up until the end of the night. I guess after that, I'd. I would assume you'd go to Sonoya for the 53,000 to win Peach State Classic. Um, actually, we won't be making that trip. Um, we have to get the hauler painted, so we're going to be done after Charlotte. Done after Charlotte. Well, 10-4, well, what's, uh, what's on the horizon for you next year? Maybe a maybe a national full tour or just kind of pick and choose like you've done this year? Or what's, uh, what's that maybe looking like? I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying the pick and choose racing right now um, because – Instead of going all the way, say say Minnesota, we can go run somewhere in Kentucky for three nights or something like that. So I can just get way more experience and um, actual features out of it that way. Yeah, I think that seems like the uh, the smart way to do things. And there's so much racing. I mean, all throughout the week, it's like you said, you can go about any night of the week and race somewhere in the country if you wanted to. You, know, you can really burn yourself out pretty quick. And Cody, you've been on the road a lot. What's uh, do you, have you ever like got burnt out on this stuff? Oh, I don't know that I've gotten burnt out on this stuff so much as I've got burnt out on certain situations that were going on at that maybe that particular time, um, for whatever reason. I mean, everybody has their you know ways of looking at things, but um, I enjoy it for the most part. Um, I mean, there's sometimes I would rather be at home, but you know, it's all about things clicking and people meshing and. You know, when it when things are good, it's it's enjoyable. Absolutely. I mean, you you got any good road stories with uh, with Scott or anything like that that you can share? Oh, I. But, they just go on forever. I, don't, <laughs> I just think. It, well, give us a good, good one. one. Give us a good one that's like PG. Oh boy. PG thirteen maybe. Mm. I don't want any R rated ones on here. Yeah. I, I guess the, the maybe one of the first ones that comes to mind is um, there's not too many Scott stories that don't involve Randy Sweet, at least during my my times there. Uh, we were down in East Bay racing one week, and of course Scott and Randy always stayed at the Hard Rock, and we were late for Scott just came sliding in in the nick of time to hot lap that day, and he was all excited, and I'm like he said that him and Randy had been to the pet store, and I'm like oh boy it's gonna be. So they had went and bought a bunch of goldfish because there was this pond at the Hard Rock that they thought needed some life in it. So <laughs> they put all these goldfish in this pond. And uh, the next year he was so excited to go back down there to see how big them goldfish had gotten. Well, <laughs> part of their uh, their addition and their all their upgrades there, uh, that pond wasn't in the plans. So we got back, back down there the next year and that pond was, uh, there was a parking garage there. My goodness. Yeah, and he was all the way up, but... That's probably one of the better PG ones anyway. Well, he, he probably spent less money on them goldfish than he did at the, at the casino that night, but we won't probably talk about all of that. Yeah, there's, there's a possibility, but who knows. Well, 10-4, yeah, man, it's uh, 
we appreciate y'all coming on here and everything and we wish y'all the uh the best of luck going forward and i hope that uh we get to see you in victory lane again there at charlotte in a couple of weeks just for uh just for old time's sake we plan on it <laughs> sounds sounding confident cody well man garrett well i know y'all are busy are probably on a media tour winning that race and a lot of people are probably going to be asking you some of these same crazy questions i just did but i can't thank y'all enough for coming over here and taking time out of your day to uh to be a part of this podcast and uh we look forward to watching the growth of your career and hopefully at some point we'll have some more stuff to talk about and come on here and do another podcast with you yeah i appreciate you guys having me here well uh you want to thank your sponsors before we let you go yeah i want to thank uh base fuel um <clears throat> Schaefer's Oil, Go Lithium, Terminal Maintenance and Construction, uh, Land and Paving, uh, Senior Life Insurance, uh, Rocket Chassis, Vic Hill Race Engines, um, and everyone that helps me at the track, uh, especially Cody Mallory, and um, a few guys have been helping us on the weekends and stuff. And um, if you want to buy some merch, uh, go to shopgarrettsmith.com. Absolutely. We'll be definitely looking into that. And, uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully all of our listeners will get a good kick out of this. And uh, good to catch up with both of you, Cody. I know you've got a lot more stories than you've <laughs> and you've told us tonight. And Garrett, you've got uh, some stories yet to come. So, uh, you guys, uh, best of luck out there on the road to you. Stay safe out there and uh, go win some more of these big races. How about that? Sounds good. Thank you. All right, thank you guys. That was Garrett Smith and Cody Mallory here on the Forward Bike Podcast from Garrett Smith Performance and. Uh, Appreciate them coming on. We'll uh, wrap this up here in just a minute and uh, do it again soon. All right, we're back here on the Forward Bike Podcast. I just want to say a few words here before we go. I, I definitely appreciate uh, Cody Mallory and Garrett Smith for coming out here and doing this podcast with us tonight. But I, I would, uh, I, I've got to say uh, that you know we'll dedicate this show tonight to uh, definitely Rick Eshelman for, uh, you know, he passed away here a few weeks ago and. I mean, man, that's a that's a tough loss for the whole community of dirt racing. Period. I mean, it was uh, it was a shock to everybody, and it still is. And uh, the, he had big shoes to fill, man. He was the uh, he was the voice you think of when you think of the uh, World of Outlaw Late Model Series. And uh, you know, he'll be missed for sure for for you know a long time. I was uh, glad I got to meet him a few times and, and talk to him, and uh, he was he was always so kind and generous, and uh, we. Well, we're going to miss him. I, I, you know, he got inducted into the National Dirt Lake Model Hall of Fame, and in uh, this year, up at Florence, Kentucky, and uh, I was I was glad to get to go up there that night, and I shook his hand and congratulated him, and he he gave me one of those firm handshakes, you know, where he grabs your grabs you with both hands, and uh, he 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 really appreciated all the support he got for that night, and uh, I mean, dang, it's uh, it's a shame that he ain't with us no more, but. Uh, uh, the legacy lives on for sure, and uh, I just want to send all my condolences and thoughts and prayers out to uh, to the whole Eshelman family. And uh, we've been thinking about y'all for uh, for uh, for the last few weeks, and it's uh, you know we uh, we hope uh, hope everything is going good with uh, with the family and everything. And uh, you know it wasn't just his family; it was the entire racing community uh, suffered a blow there with uh, losing Rick Eshelman. And uh, like I said, it's going to be hard to replace him. And then uh, and then not, you know, shortly after that, we lost a promising young racer out of, uh, out of, uh, Muskogee, Oklahoma, Hayden Ross. He, uh, passed away in an ATV accident and had just won this race that weekend. And, 
had sealed the deal on the uh, championship he was competing in down there and the sooner late model series and man i that that brought tears to my eyes to see that funeral and everything that they put on for him up there if you hadn't seen that look into that and it was uh you know doggone it's just a shame that that we lost a uh, young promising racer that was uh you know well on his way to being the next uh the next big thing and we just had garrett smith here with us and he you know he's 19 years old and just won the biggest race of his career and who's to say that hayden ross couldn't have went off and done some things like that in the future but uh you know we'll never know so i want to send out my condolences to that family and uh and thoughts and prayers and all that for sure because uh you know that was that's that's a tough loss there for sure so young to lose a lose a guy like that and on a little bit of a brighter note before we uh say goodbye tonight i'd like to congratulate ozzy altman for getting into the national dirt late model hall of fame we had ozzy altman on my podcast here recently and ozzy shared some great stories with us and one of the questions i asked him was uh ozzy i don't see your name here on the hall of fame list yet are you in that hall of fame he says no but i'm ready for it and uh man I, i'm so thankful and so glad that he got to got to get it you know, announced that he's going to be inducted into that National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame in 2023 next year up at uh, Florence Speedway in Union, Kentucky. And uh, definitely will be making my plans to be there for that. Ozzy's been a longtime friend of mine. And, uh, you know, there were some other ones on there, too. That uh, Another one that stood out to me was Ernie Elkins. Uh, he got in. He's going to be getting inducted into the National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame. And that sort of caught me off guard because uh, – I didn't. I just didn't see that coming. But Ernie definitely was a big contributor to this sport and had that racing newspaper. And that actually was my first job in racing was uh, selling those papers at Carolina Speedway. So if not for uh, growing up and having that opportunity there to to uh, to sell those papers and meet so many great people in racing and uh, you know, who knows where we'd be today. So Ernie Elkins, congratulations to him. And I know Clint Elkins probably listens to this and, uh, man, congrats. We'll see you guys over at Charlotte in a couple of weeks. And I can't wait to shake, uh, shake your hand on that and congratulate you in person. And, uh, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool deal there to see, uh, see some people getting the acclaim that they deserve in this industry for sure. So, uh, like I say, thanks to Garrett Smith, Cody Mallory for coming on here tonight and we'll wrap this thing up and, I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong. This is the Forward Bike Podcast, and we hope to uh, be back with another episode very soon. Thank you, and good night.